Are you ready to energize your life? Then join Dr. Dell each week as he shares simple strategies to help fuel your life and work with purpose, passion, and play. Tired of sacrificing your health, family time, and quality of life just to meet the never-ending demands on your time? Dr. Dell's Energize Your Life podcast will share simple everyday strategies to help you focus on what matters most so you can energize your life. And now your host of the Energize Your Life podcast, Dr. Dell Miller. All right, everybody, Dr. Dell here with another episode of Energize Your Life podcast. Thanks for joining me. Hey, by the way, before I go any further, just want to let you know that my book of the same title, Energize Your Life, is officially out. You can get it at my website, energizeyourlifebook.com or on Amazon.com. If you go to my website, you can actually pick it up for the ebook version for just a $1 donation to charity. So uh, please go there. You can, uh, you can also find my uh, book trailer online at my uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dr. Dell Millers. So, well, I'm sure you're wondering, what is the book about? And uh, since this podcast has the same title as the book, what is the podcast about, in case you're new to my podcast? Well, the book and the podcast really is about how to fall in love with your life again. You know, uh, simple positive strategies to help you prevent burnout and uh, learning how to spend your time doing things that you really love on a daily basis. You know, think about it. You know, you hear a lot of people talk about finding their life purpose. But what does that really mean? What does it mean to find your purpose? Or is purpose really something you can find, right? Purpose isn't something you find. Purpose is something you create. And I like to say that you give your life purpose or meaning. Purpose is meaning. You give your life meaning or purpose through the things you spend your time doing every day. That's it. You give your life meaning or purpose through the things you spend your time doing every day. So to energize your life is to spend your time doing meaningful things, to find meaningful things to fill your time with on a daily basis. It means to use simple positive strategies to help you prevent burnout, but prevent the overwhelm, getting into overwhelm, which leads to burnout Because, you know, we all have responsibilities and obligations that we have to deal with on a daily basis. But, 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 if we're going to fall in love with our lives again, our lives can't just be about responsibilities and obligation, right? Our lives lives have to be about what are those things we're passionate about? Do them often so you can do them well. And, And what happens you know, when, you, when, when you're doing things that you truly love, you're actually playing, right? You're playing. You're not working. You're playing. And guess what? Play leads to joy. And joy leads to what I call your joy moments. Those are the moments you look back on and you say, oh, I wish this moment would last forever. Remember those? In the, in the, in the heart, in the heat of active play, you, you say to yourself, Wow, I wish this moment would last forever because you're filled with joy. It fills you with joy. So today we're going to talk about play. You know, we're going to talk about why you 
need to stop working and get back to play. You know, the opposite of the old phrase, hey, stop playing and get back to work. Remember that? <laughs> I'm sure your parents have said that to you. I'm sure workers or co-workers or your boss may have said, hey, stop playing and get back to work. No, I want you to stop working and get back to play. Why? Because you don't need a reason to play. All you have to do is just play. You don't have to play because it helps to relieve stress or opens up your creative gateways. No, just play. Playing isn't just about having fun, you know. It's a necessary part of the fabric of an energized life. That is a life worth falling in love with. That's what we're talking about. That's what it means to energize your life. You know, just like, you know, I did a lot of partner dancing, ballroom, salsa, Latin, you know, in... In, in partner dancing, just like partner dancing, I should say, play starts with an invitation. Shall we dance or shall we play? The difference, however, is you already have your play partner. You. You are your play partner, so you don't need anybody else. But no one can make you play, you see? That's the, that, that's the secret there. Someone can only invite you to play. Of course, it... It works best when you invite yourself, when you give yourself permission to play. So that's what today's about. I want you to give yourself permission to play because that's when it works best. It works best when you open up to the possibility that it's okay to explore just for the sake of exploration, to improvise and not worry about getting it right. You know, so many of us worry about getting it right. You know, uh, you need to discard the need to look good and just make a complete fool of yourself. When was the last time you made a complete fool of yourself? So what is play anyway? You know, there are two forms of play. There's active play and passive play. The passive forms of play can be considered you know, mere leisure and amusement. These are things like watching television, drinking, or just goofing around. You know, they they require no effort, movement, skill, or creativity. Just get out there and goof around. And that's okay, too. In fact, most passive forms of play are often nothing more than what I call an anesthetic. They dull your senses and reduce your awareness and creative engagement. Think about just laying on the couch watching television. You know, it dulls your senses. It requires no creativity at all. You're just laying there almost in a coma most of the time, right? On the other hand, active play requires movement, awareness, creative engagement. Think about how involved you have to be while playing a sport, dancing, playing a game of chess, video games, or just a simple game of hide-and-seek. Active play energizes you and leaves you feeling more alive. You know, think, when, think what, what, what happens when you're out there on, on the playing field and you're really engaged. Like when I'm playing tennis and, you know, you're in the, in the heat of battle. It energizes you. You feel alive. And that's why we need to play. You know, talking about why adults need to play, I know we've forgotten to play, but why do we need to play? Uh, you know, I love what uh, Frederick Nietzsche uh, once wrote. He says, play is the highest form of human activity. In fact, he has what he calls a, a three-step metamorphosis of the human spirit. And he described the human psyche uh, 
He says, the human psyche started out as a camel. Why? Because of the heaven burden of cultural obligations and responsibilities. Our psyche is burdened down by responsibilities and obligations, like I mentioned before. However, the camel then transformed into a lion, which represents our rebellion against slavish obedience to authority, is uh, what he likes to call it. He calls this the holy nay, or the rebellion of the psyche. But in the third and final phase of uh, his metamorphosis, he calls this the highest level of humanity, and said this is represented by a playing child, innocent and creative. This is the holy year. A playing child, innocent and creative, the highest form of humanity, according to Nietzsche. Unfortunately, you know, for most of us, we don't play anymore. Most adults don't play anymore. Why? Because we're too bogged down by responsibilities and obligation. We're still at the camel level, the stage one of Nietzsche's metamorphosis of the human spirit. We, we haven't transformed yet because as adults, we've forgotten that without play, life becomes tedious and stressful. Our relationships become unsatisfying and our work grinding and unfulfilling. We get pent up with negative emotions which lead to outbursts of anger and mood swings. Why? Because we don't play. You know, uh, there was an interesting, uh, when I was researching my book and I was researching uh, uh, play, I came across all these interesting articles that showed that a lot of serial killers were people who were deprived of play in childhood. Think about that. They were deprived of playing their childhood. Right? Why? So what does, it, what does that do? They develop this inability to relate to people, they, to develop boundaries. And those are significant things, you know? Without play, we lose our sense of humor and therefore experience difficulties making deep connections with others. Case in point, serial killers. You have no deep connection with others. You know, not playing make us lose access to what I call the most creative self. It is often doing our playtime when the mind isn't preoccupied with the problems of daily living that we discover the answers to some of our most pressing challenges. How many times you're, you know, you're just, you have a problem that you just haven't been able to solve. And when you stop thinking about it and you say, okay, well, I'm just going to go out and, and do something. You get out there, you start playing ball and you start playing some tennis or you just get out for a run or, or just do something playful. And you have this aha, this aha moment where it just came to you. Why? Because while you're playing, your creative channels, your creative self opens up and answers come to you. Really? Why? Because play is an integral source of energy. It energizes us. And to neglect it is to neglect one of our most fundamental needs as a human being. Play allows us to relate better with others. It makes us more productive at work. And most importantly, it helps to deepen the intimate bonds of our relationships. Think about a relationship, an intimate relationship that you have with someone what happens when you go for long periods of time 
without doing fun things together, without playing together, without engaging each other in some silliness, some silly games, what happens? Then your relationship becomes nothing more than in a relationship of convenience, dealing with responsibilities and obligations, especially if you have kids. I, I, you know, I have to... I force myself all the time not to get into that scenario because with kids, it's very easy. My wife and I, we get so busy doing things for the kids and busy working that we forget sometimes that, hey, hey, we're in relationship here. We're here first and hopefully we're going to be here last. We're going to be together because they're going to leave and we need to nourish this relationship. We need to play. We need to find fun things to do. To be silly together. Because that's how you create deep, intimate bonds. Is when you play together, when you do fun things together, when you're able to be silly together. That's how you become friends. And that friendship deepens your intimacy. Relationships that a lot of people break up because there's no friendship. There's no intimacy. There's no play. And where there's no play, then it's easy for the frustrations of life to creep in. And all that pent-up anger and negative emotions uh, that, that you have one of these days, just you, know, you just lash out. You start lashing out on people. And that can be very toxic for a relationship. That's what happens when we don't play. It's toxic for intimate relationships. You know, in my book, Energize Your Life, Here's a passage that I wrote. Scientists have discovered that the same regions of the brain, the nucleus acubens, amygdala, and frontal cortex, which are responsible for pleasure, motivation, and positive emotions, are also the areas of the brain that regulate play. What does this tell us? It tells us that at our core, the drive to play is as important to humans as food and sex. It's how we learn. In fact, our optimal brain development depends on healthy play experiences in early life. And as we grow older, playing helps to nourish social learning, enhance creative problem-solving skills, and provide a healthy dose of positive emotions. So what is it that you like to do that makes your heart sing? Do you make time for it on a regular basis, meaning a weekly basis? Most people don't. What's your active play activity? What is it that do you always lose yourself when you're doing? For me, it's tennis, Latin dance, roller dancing at Venice Beach, or rollerblading shirtless along the bike path from Venice Beach to Pacific Palisades. On a hot Southern California summer day, my friend. You know, while listening to my favorite music like Terrence Trent Darby. Nobody knows about him anymore, but when I was growing up, I used to love his music, and I still do. So that's, what I, that's my playtime, right? That's, that, that's what makes my heart sing. There are things I could, you know, these are things I could do for hours and never seem to get tired. I can play a game of tennis for hours, and never seem to get tired. When a lot of guys are stopping to drink water or to take a break, I could just go on. Why? Because it energizes me. I feel good, especially when it's a hot day. Remember the old phrase, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy or Jill a dull girl? Well, I'm afraid it's really true. 
Play energizes us and makes us feel alive. Most importantly, it's through our active play that we're able to access our joy moments. As I said before, these are the moments that bring a smile to our faces even years later when we think about them. Whatever it is for you, whatever your play activity is, whatever that thing is for you that brings a smile to your face, that leads to your joy moment, you need to find it and make time for it on a regular basis. Otherwise, you'll wake up one day filled with regret that your life has thus far only been about responsibilities and obligations. And nobody on their deathbed ever ever said, oh, I wish I had done more of my responsibilities and obligations. Oh, I neglected certain responsibilities and obligations. No, they say, oh, I wish I had lived. I wish I had played. I wish I had more fun. I wish I had taken the time to smell the roses and eat some more good food. I wish I had taken the time to explore and enjoy life. That's what people on their deathbed think. They don't think about the stuff that they have to do on a, on a daily basis that's responsibility and obligation. They think about living, and what makes life worth living is playing, because responsibility and obligation don't lead to joy. And joy is a fuel for love, so to truly live is to play. And if you want to truly energize your life and live with purpose, passion, and play, it is important to give yourself permission to play on a regular basis. Allow yourself to be a kid again and to find simple opportunities on a daily basis to steal what I call little play moments. You know, it doesn't have to be a big, grandiose, get out and find something to do. It just these little moments, you go to the supermarket and just a playful, uh, playful interaction with someone. Oh, the line is too long. Oh, someone is, uh, is upset about that. Once I once said to a lady, you kidding me? And she said, I'm never coming here again. The lines are always too long. I said, you kidding me? I found my wife right here in this line. Everybody got a laugh out of it. It's not the truth, but it was just a nice little play moment. And it changed the energy of the situation. So you see, play is about, it doesn't have to be big. It's just, it's, it's, it's an attitude. It's a way of being. It's not necessarily just about doing things. It's about how you're being in your life, how you're operating in your life. Are you playful? Are you playful with your kids? Are you playful with your spouse? Are you playful with your coworkers? It's a mindset. It's an attitude. That's what play is. So you need to find it and bring it out and express it and be playful. So instead of just being a worker, you learn to become a player. You play with your life instead of just letting the responsibilities and obligations of life torment you and dictate your life every day. Allow yourself to be a kid again and just find those play moments. But most importantly, find that thing that you love to do. Whatever it is that makes your heart sing, find it. Do it often so you can do it well. And when you do, it will make your heart sing. It will, it will make you feel more alive. So stop working and get back to play. Give yourself permission to stop working and get back to play. I'm Dr. Del Millers, and that's all we've got for this week. So it's a little longer than usual, but this is an important topic. You know, to help you on your way, I've got a, a new uh, ebook, a free ebook 
Uh, it's called uh, Seven Questions to Ask Yourself to Help You Fuel Your Life with Purpose, Passion, and Play. So you can download that uh, from my website, Energized Life Academy, or just my blog, drdellmillers.com, either one. So please, if you like this podcast, share it with uh, others. Uh, help me to uh, uh, broaden my audience and broaden my reach because, again, what I am all about is to help people fall in love with their lives again. I teach simple, positive strategies to help people prevent burnout and just to find more meaningful things to do with their time on a daily basis. So until next time, may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. I'm Dr. Del Millers. Take care now. Thanks for listening to the Energize Your Life podcast with Dr. Del Millers. Don't forget to visit Dr. Dell's website at drdellmillers.com for more amazing resources to help you energize your life. We'll catch you next time.